Hello and welcome to the Being Well podcast. Today we're going to be focusing on the topic of acceptance, which is inside of our overall strength of compassion. So to kind of frame the topic, Dad, I think that acceptance can kind of be a little bit of a, you know, a dirty word to some mm-hmm. people because there's this idea that you're accepting bad things. Yeah. So why is acceptance important in that framework? Yeah, I mean acceptance in the sense of facing what's true. Mm-hmm. You got to start by facing what's true. Sure. Your relationship isn't going anywhere. You're struggling at work. Mm-hmm. You are irritable as a person in your life. Whatever is true, uh, you got to start with facing what's true. So for me, it's very fundamental. It, it kind of goes to a lot of experience rock climbing or being in wilderness where, mm-hmm. or in business. You, you got to know what the bottom line is. You, you have to know what's actually the case. If you're working with someone's body, if you're a physician, you got to know what's really true. So for me, acceptance is really about seeing what's true. It's not about acquiescing to it mm-hmm. and succumbing to it and giving up in the face of it. In fact, being willing to see what's true as what it is actually helps you deal with it better. Because then you're not caught up in wishing it was different, and you're not caught up in uh, trying to make it different than what it really is. You're seeing it squarely. And because you see it squarely, then you can deal with it. I think it's also worth noting that acceptance can sit alongside other emotions and other feelings, right. other reactions to things, right? Like just because you accept something doesn't mean you can't also be motivated to change it. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't be mad about it or that you can't be sad about it or that you can't feel great about it, whatever it is. I mean, part of the act of of accepting something is as we talked about previously when we were talking about getting into those cycles of rumination. Yeah. How part of the reason that you get into that rumination cycle is because you haven't accepted something. Right. So part of the nature of acceptance is that you have to feel that feeling. You have to let it flow through you. Yeah. Can you give an example of when you personally when have I personally ex- have accepted something while also uh, doing what you can to change it? I think that most of the real growth moments that I've had as a person have probably involved some amount of that. Uh, For me, getting better about studying when Mm -hmm. I was in college. Mm -hmm. uh, The kind of first step in that process was to acknowledge that I wasn't a great studier, Mm -hmm. you know, but also to think to myself, I'm not just trapped in not being a great studier. I can change that. It's a habit. I have a bad habit. I can move it towards being a more productive habit. Mm -hmm. You have moments in your love life or your moments in romantic relationships where you need to kind of accept that things aren't working out mm. in a certain kind of way in mm-hmm. order to kind of move them in a in a more positive direction. I think that most people probably have a certain amount of empathy with that experience. Yeah. I'm not sure that anyone's batting a hundred when it uh, <laughs> or batting a thousand, I should say, when it comes to that that particular arena. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so those are definitely some times in my own life where. I've had a uncomfortable acceptance event is mm-hmm. or uncomfortable acceptance event. I think that there's a difference between accepting a state outside of you mm-hmm. and accepting a feature about yourself. Okay. And a lot of what we're doing here sure is about accepting things out in the world, accepting mm. things about other people, accepting yeah. things about your circumstance. But I think that most of the more powerful stuff is about accepting things that are going on inside of you mm-hmm. and then taking kind of active steps to change them. And that can often be a pretty uncomfortable experience for people. Right. 
And I'm wondering why should I go through the process of having that uncomfortable experience? Like what's the value that I'm getting out of that? Am I just feeling pain without getting a lot of gain from it? You know, you go through that romantic experience and you have the moment of this isn't working out. How do I use that acceptance experience and kind of turn it into something useful? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say first, Forrest, that when I think about it, yeah. I think most people suck at acceptance. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so I, I, yeah. I remember I had a friend, and he was stressing about uh, this relationship, speaking of relationships, mm-hmm. this woman he was with, mm-hmm. and it so was not working, and she so was not into him. Mm-hmm. And finally I said to him one night, hey, why don't you just surrender to the way it is? Mm-hmm. The way it is is she's not into you. Mm-hmm. And he said to me really strongly, I don't do surrender, Rick. Sure. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what I was talking about yeah. earlier, right? That's sort of and I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna gender the content of this podcast when it's possibly avoidable, but it is sort of a macho fantasy, mm-hmm. right? The idea of the like the lone male warrior yeah. fighting against like insurmountable odds. Yeah. You know, the idea of I don't just do surrender. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what I was speaking about earlier. So yeah. how do how do you get better at doing surrender, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better way of putting yeah. it? Yeah. So first off, what are we accepting? And I think that a lot of people, maybe most people, suck at accepting others as what they are and Mm. what they are not. And I can include myself in that. Mm -hmm. I have been bad at it. And late in life, it's one of the things I've tried to get better at, Mm. to just kind of... And there's a bodily sense of it. I mean, it's easy to get too intellectual about this stuff. There's a feeling of acceptance. Something softens inside you. Sometimes there's a sense of, a kind of sadness uh, on the other side of the acceptance where you just go, wow, it is that way. Pause. Okay, now what? So one is thinking about how much do we actually accept other people around us or deepen ourselves? Are we wishing that they're going to be, that they would be different or hoping that they will become different Mm -hmm. or which creates a kind of pressure on other people to be a certain way for us. Mm -hmm. You can feel it when you're around someone who secretly wishes you were more X or less Y. It's kind of not good. So flip it around. We give that as a gift to others when we accept them for what they are. So that's first off. Second, what is your life situation? Can you face the truth of it? A lot of times people are still deluding themselves or in kind of a fantasy that something is going to work or something's going to work magically without making a serious effort about it. Or uh, they don't want to really face the fact that they've got a serious problem mm-hmm. in their finances, in, the, in their children they're raising, in their, in their relationship, in their job. Uh, they don't want to just see the problem. And eventually you just got to face what's true in your situations. I think that's important. And then the last thing you're getting at, you're totally right. How do you accept what's inside you? Mm-hmm. And I think there are about two different kinds of things. One, can you accept the feelings you're having in the moment? Mm-hmm. Like right in this moment, let's say, or in a different moment, uh, you're irritated about something or something really hurt you or you felt really mistreated Uh or you feel jazzed and excited and intense because acceptance applies to positive feelings as well as negative feelings. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so uh, can you let yourself feel those feelings? So that's another aspect of, ex- of acceptance. But the hardest of all, I think, is to accept certain tendencies you have or mm-hmm. certain qualities in your own character. To accept, for example, that uh, you like alcohol more than is good for you. 
or really facing the fact inside yourself that uh, there's a part of you that feels really shy and inadequate next to other people. And it's embarrassing to admit that to yourself. Or can you accept the truth of the fact that deep in your heart, you'd really rather be a musician and a poet than a stockbroker or something along those lines? Just accepting who you are deep down inside. And also, can you accept the parts of yourself that you're embarrassed about or wish were different? Yeah, I think that particularly that last part, accepting elements of yourself that you have a tendency to kind of push down is really influential in a lot of people's lives. And I know that for me, when I was uh, kind of returning to what you were talking about in terms of accepting happy feelings, when I was a kid, um, and even today to a certain extent, I would say, I was definitely on the kind of, I mean, you might have a better word for this than I would, uh, on the, not withdrawn, but I was always very measured. Mm -hmm. And I sort of got like a little uncomfortable when other people were having really exuberant experiences around me. Like if somebody else was really effusively happy about something, it would often make me actually feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um, And I'm not entirely sure why that was. For whatever reason, I had kind of a tough time um, resonating with that experience, mm. or I had a tough time maybe empathizing with it myself, or I just felt kind of jarred and, yeah. oh, like a little, little surprise, yeah. and you get that sympathetic activation going, and I didn't mm. really know what to do with it. Yeah. So, you know, for whatever reason, I had a hard time accepting those positive experiences right alongside the problematic ones. Mm-hmm. So setting that as kind of the stage around it, how do you get better at that? Right. You know, like, so So outside of saying, okay, well, you want to fully accept the thing, you want to look inside yourself and come to terms with the thing, because also that act of acceptance can get you better at that sort of thing mm-hmm. almost immediately. Like, yeah. most of the strengths that we're talking about here are strengths through relationship, right? They're through relation with other people. I want to accept a thing because it enables me to be a better you know, son, brother, husband, whatever, or, you know, wife, daughter, sister, whatever. But outside of brute forcing that experience, because I know I kind of should do it, what are some of the ways that I can actually make the act of acceptance easier? Like, how can I turn that into more of a natural habit? What worked for me was in a way to imagine myself as like a huge house, like a mansion. Hmm. What's true for most people is that many of the rooms of the house of the self have the doors locked. Mm. People push away certain feelings, certain desires, certain ways of seeing things that feel uh, unacceptable. They are repressed, disowned, pushed aside. Mm. And so the process of self-acceptance is one of gradually opening up all the doors of your inner house of the self, house of the psyche. And to do that, one, it really helps to be able to tolerate what comes out of that room. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have different strengths, like we talk about, of being on your own side, self-compassion, and others will be getting into, to be able to bear sometimes what comes up. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes what comes up is painful. Uh, old feelings that are painful. Other things. I remember back on some of the early bodywork treatments I got. Mm. What had been suppressed in me was love. In my war with my mother, I had suppressed and withheld my love. Mm. And so when they started working on my body, boom, all this love came out. Who knows what is 
pushed away into some of those rooms. So you, you've got to be able to tolerate it, and under, including understanding why you're doing it. You're doing it to become more complete, more whole, more integrated, more your whole self. And if you think about it to finish, one of the things we most love is when other people accept us. You can feel it. They completely accept you. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to impress them. You don't have to hide anything. They accept you. Well, flip it around. When you bring that quality of acceptance to yourself, it's like you don't have to prove anything to yourself anymore. You don't have to impress yourself anymore. You don't have to hide anything from yourself anymore. You're okay with yourself. And that is a wonderful foundation for well-being and also for being effective in the world. Are there any small practices that you have that you do when you're having a hard, like, let's say that you've been able to get to a moment of noticing something or somebody's pointed something out to you and maybe even you have a hard time accepting the accuracy of their, of whatever they're mentioning. Um, like somebody mentions to you, oh, you often take the, the other side from me in an argument. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't really matter what I seem to say. You just kind of always automatically disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just kind of take that as an example. For me, if somebody said that to me, my first response would be, oh, no, I don't do that, which is right. kind of ironic given the subject matter. Of course, right. I'm inherently disagreeing with them. Um, but so that's so that's my first reaction. But let's say that I can get past that reaction to going, maybe I do do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I'm having a hard time doing that, if I maybe recognize that something might be real, but I'm having a hard time really kind of like letting it flow through me, processing yeah. it. Yeah. Are there some little things that do you do oh, in, yeah. for yourself? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I really am just laughing at myself thinking about different rounds I've had with this. Sure. So I would say realistically, as a guy who's been in the psychology world a long time, Cut yourself some slack. Give yourself a break. Let yourself have the initial flurry of reactions. Mm -hmm. Sputtering. All right, all right, all right. Okay. But when you get on the other side of that, maybe within a few dozen seconds or a few dozen hours, when you get on the other side of it, take responsibility. It's, It's very old school. Fundamentally, are you responsible for what's inside you? It doesn't mean that you chose it or you created it but it's part of who you are Mm. and so it's like okay i gotta take responsibility for the fact that some part of me let's say uh always wants to be right and wants to be the knower in the room Mm -hmm. who's superior and has the last say and if and i'm embarrassed let's say about that part of myself but guess what i've got to take responsibility for it because if i don't take responsibility for it nothing's going to change for the better and again, think about how much we appreciate people who, when we bring something to them, after they get through their phases sputtering, hopefully with no bottles being broken or animals being harmed in the process, <laughs> uh, we really appreciate it when they cop to it. Yeah. When they go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without falling into a bunch of mea culpa, self-flagellation, beating themselves up, mm-hmm. no need for that. But they're willing to cop to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of me. Yeah, sorry about that. I get it. It's part of me. We really appreciate that in other Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. So just flip it around. When we do that ourselves, other people appreciate it about us. One of the things I learned along the way is the fastest way to get out of somebody's crosshairs is to cop to the maximum reasonable amount of truth in whatever they're complaining about. It's the fastest way to get them to calm down and 
be nice to you again. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Not to be a doormat, but to really uh, be honest about whatever's true, whatever's real, and then take responsibility for that, which then sets you up on the moral high ground where you can also say, no, I'm not responsible for all, the, for all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But the piece that's true, you betcha, 100%, got to cop to it. So to me, it helps to know the benefits of taking responsibility mm -hmm. for it and the benefits of owning who you are. That, um, that motivates you to do it. And then the last thing I would just say about that is it can really help to feel into what that part of you is actually like, almost as if, and this is a term people use, almost as if it were a subpersonality, like oh, okay. a part of you. Yeah. Or think of the psyche as like a big committee sitting mm -hmm. around a round table. And like every committee has at least one person that makes everybody else roll their eyes when that person starts talking. But still, that person's part of the committee. You got to take them into account. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like uh, getting a sense for these different aspects of yourself mm -hmm. and what they feel like. How would you move your body if you were in them? Mm. And fundamentally, what's their positive purpose? Every single part of the psyche has a yeah. positive purpose. It may go about it in a misguided way, but it's trying to help. And I think that that can really help with acceptance because it makes it just a tiny little bit more impersonal. Because how we were talking about before, there's sort of a difference in the in the feel, in the feeling in the body, in the difficulty, mm. in the whole thing. Yeah. Between accepting something external to yourself, something that's far away, right. and accepting something very internal to yourself, something that's like right close to home. Mm. And the closer to home it is, often the tougher it is to accept. Yeah. So by doing that exercise where you're kind of breaking your the elements of your character... Mm -hmm. up into these different characters themselves. Yeah. You can kind of look at a part of you without having it implicate the whole of you. And I, I think that's probably quite powerful. Wonderfully. Right. Yeah, that's right. In a weird kind of way, if you it's like in a committee again. If you give if you give if you allow those parts of yourself to speak up mm -hmm. and you actually listen to them in a mm -hmm. respectful way, then it's a lot easier for the chair of the committee to say, okay. Thank you for sharing, Bob. But if you don't give Bob his due, as it were, a part of yourself, then Bob keeps banging on the door. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. Um, so to do very, very quick recap, acceptance is important for a number of reasons, not the least of which because it helps us take active steps to correct something that's problematic, Yeah. Um, whether that be a behavior, a trait, or just something you want to improve about yourself. It's hard to be motivated to become more, you know, diligent, setting your New Year's resolutions, whatever it might be. If you don't accept that maybe there's a little part of you that's a little bit less diligent than you should be. So acceptance is really one of the tools we use to make positive change. Mm -hmm. uh, the metaphor you used of the psyche as kind of a house with all these different rooms and often we'll throw some problematic material down into the basement. And when we finally kind of uncork that, um, that door, mm -hmm often a lot of difficult stuff pours out. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very resourced using the tools that we're developing through this podcast, through life in general, mm. self-caring, self-compassion, awareness, sensitivity, just general skills mm -hmm. to be able to kind of handle that material when it comes at us. Then at the very end, a couple little tools, kind of segmenting off the psyche, viewing some of the more problematic parts of it as just one part of your personality mm -hmm. as opposed to your whole person. And... Also, just being comfortable with your immediate reactions, allowing yourself the freedom to be pissed off about something for a little mm. while before you go, 
okay, now I'll take the opportunity to look at what that person was saying and ask myself openly and honestly, like, was there actually a little bit of merit to that? And I think that that can also just help make the acceptance process a lot easier for people. Great. All right. Next episode, we're going to be looking at the importance of enjoying life. But until then, thanks for joining me.